0: Welcome to the Dream Job Hack Podcast, where I teach senior career professionals just how to leverage your expertise and personal brand, along with my recruiting industry insider experience that will help you land your dream job opportunity. My name is Lindsay Mustaine and I am your host. All right, Catherine, thank you so much for being with me on this episode of Dream Job Hack. We're going to talk about how we define and redefine ambition for women. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you and the movement you really believe in and how women really define their career trajectory?
1: Well, thanks for having me. Um, I wrote this book called Ambition Redefined because I felt that the narrative about women and work was kind of stuck on this can women have it all Um, routine. And basically my message is that women have to do it all. And, you know, you don't really have, we don't have the time or the, you know, the energy to, to waste on, you know, can we do it all? We just have to find a flexible way to do it all. For long-term financial security. There are very, very few women who have bulletproof financial security. Some some do. And if those women want to say, I never want to work, that's fine. But the rest of us, we have a long retirement, 30 years or more, that is ahead of us. And we also have a lot of life you never knows. We all get our share of curveballs. And so I wanted to change that narrative to, okay, let's do it all and let's find a flexible way to do it. I also found that lots of women still think there's only one way to work. The traditional, corporate, more than full-time job, inflexible. And so I knew that I needed to get out there and show women that today there are six different Kinds of flexible work that you can do alongside caregiving for children and aging parents. And I finally wanted to say if that's what you want to do, if you want to lean in between instead of leaning into, you know, being the CEO, you're still ambitious, you're still talented, and You know, no one can take that away from you. You have to be true to yourself and what you need in your life. And there are many different definitions of ambition and success.
0: I love this. I love this. Actually, I'll tell you a little story. Um, My son, so I have a a six-year-old and a four-year-old and I work from home. I definitely work full time, um, but I'm an entrepreneur. So I I get to make my schedule, um, which is an incredible thing to be able to do. So my son told me today. I should say yesterday, he came up and hugged me. He said, mommy, I am so glad you're a stay at home mom. <laughs> and I thought that was a really funny because I'm like, well, I guess in his eyes, I am stay at home. He's like, I am so glad that you don't have to drive into work an hour each day like you used to and have to wait an hour before I can see you at home. I am so, and he just gave me this huge hug. And I was like, Wow, that, it, first hit me, because I really am a stay-at-home mom. Granted, my husband is actually, we have a very interesting dynamic. My husband is actually the primary caregiver of my kids, um, but they are still running around. They show up in a lot of my videos and in my work because the, the your work and your personal life, you should have a work life that supports your personal life. Um, and you can do that. So I wanna talk through these six different kinds of work. Do um, you mind sharing that with us?
1: Well, sure. Um, the first one is what everyone doesn't think is flexible, and that is a full time job. And today, you can have a full time job that is flexible in terms of hours or where you work. So, um, you know, flexibility exists at 80% of companies now in some form. Um, that means that it's some companies that are really progressive it's in the company handbook and it's part of the culture, but it also, flexibility is also there um, in one-off deals with, um, you know, between individual employees and employers, I mean, and everything in between. So um, don't think that you can have a full-time job and all all the full-time benefits um, without, you know, without flexibility, that's possible. The second thing are uh, part time jobs. Now, obviously, we all knew that part time jobs are more flexible, but for women, um, you know, it used to be if you wanted a part time job that you'd go down and get a job at Ann Taylor or, you know, answer phones in a doctor's office. No one thought that a professional job could be part time. And today, there are so many professional jobs that are part time. And the great thing to know is that if you uh, work for an employer who has 50 or more employees and you work at least 30 hours a week, they are obligated to pay benefits. So, you know, the whole port- part time uh, world has really exploded. Telecommuting is huge. Um, there are now jobs that are 100% telecommuting, work at home. From the get-go um, and it used to be that they were like crazy get-rich-quick schemes you know and people used to say oh work at home that's going to be you know not a really legit job but now people are working at home whether they're at the administrative level or the executive level um, you know my husband works for a big management consulting firm And his entire company works in a a flexible way, telecommuting. Nobody has a a real office. He doesn't have an office with my picture in it. (laughs) They have have hotelings. If he needs an office, he, he has to call in advance and get an office. But most of the time, he's traveling or working at home. And so... Um, this whole concept of working at home, whether it's your own business or working for an employer, that's huge and growing. Um, and then we have the freelance option, and that could be occasional freelance assignments. Um, you know, if you're a freelancer, you could say, you know what, I only want to work during the school year. I'm not going to work during the summer. So you kind of front end all your freelance work. Um, and the interesting thing is that by 2030, it's estimated that 50% of the workforce will be freelance. And so that could mean that they're, you know, freelancers as they're called. It could be that you have your own business. Um, and it also could be, um, that you're, which is the sixth thing that you're an independent consultant, um. And that's a little different than freelance usually. Usually independent consultants want to be uh, subject matter experts and create their own practice. So it's a little bit more of developing a business as opposed to um, just you know, freelance assignments here, here or there. But those are you know six different ways that you can work in a flexible way and
0: you know, still be the mother you want to be. I love this. I feel like there's so much belief out there. Um, in fact, you know, it drove me crazy um, when Marissa Meyer, she said at Yahoo, everyone needs to be in the office. Like everyone needs to be at the office. and then still had a nursery put in next to her office for her newborn and went back to work on the second week. And I thought that is not the message or real. For the majority of us, like we have to find different options. So I think about like when I had my my second child, um, I got a remote opportunity. I never even interviewed in person. (laughs) They had never seen me until I showed up for my first day of training, Um, and that was huge for me. I negotiated uh, a four day work week right from the beginning with my son, um, that allowed me to be there so I could be with him one day a week full time. um, That so I could front load my work week. And um, obviously now, you know, I have my own business and I talk to a lot about people, they typically have this entrepreneurial personality type, but they're inside of an organization, which means that they want more. So the idea of starting a business is also really important. Like how do you build your brand so that you can step away from the corporate world and define what you want to look like um, professionally. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a C-suite title. That's that. If that's your thing, then that's great. I'm not ever going to bash that. But what you want to be able to do is what is meaningful to you at the end of your days, right? Like, did I make a contribution on this earth? Was I willing, um, putting my best foot forward? Because it's actually the most healthy indicator of well-being for us is our occupation so occupation affects whether or not we can provide for our family, it, pro- it affects whether or not we can give to our community, it is financial well being, and it's also if we have a really toxic workplace, it affects our physical well being. So, um, all these things are just so important for us to really think about. So, now my question for you is if people want to learn more about what you do, or catch your new book, or even join your newsletter, what can they do?
1: you can go to my website, which is www.KatherineSolman.com. And um, you can sign up for my newsletter and you can talk to me about career coaching. And you can also see something that's really great, which is um, the FlexWork for Women Alliance, which is a group of companies nationwide that are they're like boutique recruiting firms or training firms in some cases. And they're all focused on helping women find flexible work.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you again so much for being with me today. I have enjoyed every minute of it. And thanks for sharing these options for women and how they can redefine ambition. Thanks, so oh, much. thanks for having me. It
1: was great to be here.
0: Thanks for listening to the Dream Job Hack podcast. If you wanna have your own kick-ass resume, head over to bit.ly backslash five-day resume and start the five-day challenge to write a resume that gets you the interview. See you back here for the next episode.